With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Heroes 101 Radio. You know, this is the show that nearly didn't happen due to technical difficulties, but we made it in the nick of time. (laughs) (laughs) This is Spectre from the New York Initiative, and I am joined as ever by my lovely (laughs) co-host from the West Coast. It's Rock and Roll from San Francisco. How are you doing, my dear? I'm I'm, I'm been better only because of these um, Skype technical difficulties, right? Otherwise, I'm doing really well. Happy to hear your voice again. Happy to hear I you know, it's been a while. And, and for those listeners wondering what the heck, um, <laughs> I have no idea what was going on there. You know, we, we often have technical difficulties with Blog Talk Radio where we try to start the show and the audio doesn't work or it comes in super loud or super quiet or crazy fast or, or some crap. Um, this time I was phoning the Blog Talk Radio number and it went through to a steakhouse. That was possibly the weirdest technical difficulty I've had with them. Wait, wait, hold up. It was going to a steakhouse. Yeah, okay. I mean, I like That's I like uh, steak as much as the next guy, but... Uh, I did, too. <laughs> there's a time and a place. But, um, it's funny, because right before we connected, I'm like, we better do this, because so much is that... Wow. I'm, uh, I'm, and that is how we lost all our listeners. Look at this. They're all dropping <laughs> one by one. <laughs> no, Seriously. And with us, so in case, always, in case you didn't uh, recognize the dulcet tones, uh, <laughs> right. that would be night, night bug on the soundboard. Good evening, sir. Right. No, no. I don't have my own dedicated mic this evening to avoid uh, crossovers. So. Ah, okay. sharing is caring. That's right. Right. Can you hear him okay? Is is that okay? Guys in the uh, chat yes. can you? Uh, I know. Darn it. We're hoping. Oh, darn it. Your mic isn't working. Sorry, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sorry. So, um, we're still trying to settle things in here since Blog Talk threw us, uh, Blog Talk and Skype threw us for a loop. Um, we're calling in actually from our phones instead of our wonderful microphones tonight. At least we are. I don't know, Spectre, were you able to get through and use a, you sound like you're on a really nice microphone. No, no, I'm on a cheap handset as well, so we're we're all taking it old school tonight. Um, but you know, I feel like it's 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 apt because we've been away for for a while. It's been it's been a long time since we've done one of these, um, and I guess that that's kind of the whole point of tonight's show is where the hell have we been and what what crazy crap have we been up to? And you know what? And and just talking about what we've been up to in the last week, we used to be able to cover that stuff in five minutes at the beginning of each show. Um, 
I feel like all of us have had a crazy enough week that we could probably cover 90 minutes just <laughs> just laboring on about what we've done. But we've also got some other stuff to talk about tonight. We've got the eclipse. We've got the uh, the, the I, I'm going to call them Nazi rallies. You can you can correct me later. But uh, we got Nazis again, like that again. Um, we've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. So uh, where, where do you want to start, Rock? Well, what have you guys been up to? Well, first of all, who are we? And uh, we're going to break this down to maybe a uh, um, 30-second explanation, one minute top, to see if we can. Who are we and, no and uh, what is Heroes <laughs> on the There you go. I'm, I'm doing it on you. I'm, I'm putting it on you, buddy. Really? Who are we? So we are the initiative. There's no way I'm doing this in 30 seconds or even a minute. Um, so we're the initiative. We're a, a global now group. And, oh, man, well, we'll give you some branch updates in a minute. But we're a global group of essentially people just uh, volunteering in various community outreach capacities, um, whether that's homeless outreach, needle pickup, self-defense, public safety, whatever it is that we, we choose to do in our local regions that's relevant to that region. And, um we are loosely affiliated with the real-life superhero, so I'm throwing this back at you, Rock, to tell us who the real-life superhero community is. The real-life superhero community, in short, is a group of uh, costumed activists who go out and uh, try to do good things for their community for various reasons, but that's what they do, and there are thousands of them out there. How's that? That was pretty good, huh? That was like 30 seconds, That was. I that think. was good. Um, and here is 101 Radio, so I guess the whole point of this show, and man, it's it's more relevant today than, than ever, is that going way back, we decided there's enough bad news out there in the world. Why don't we try to spread a little bit of good news and uh, focus on some of the positive things that are happening out there rather than the negatives? So hopefully that's what we're going to achieve tonight is spread a bit of, uh, spread a bit of happiness, if you'll forgive me. So, uh, you know, you were asking me what we, we should start with. Um as far as starting, I think that it would be great to uh, recap uh, just the last 48 hours, actually, um, pretty much, which was uh, something really cool as far as uh, our, our – I'm sorry. Like I said, if you hear me kind of mumbling and stumbling over my words, it's because, like I said, they, they, they kind of screwed us up on uh, blog talk, and we're still situating here with the whole call-in thing, but – Anyway, um, we sort of had an event that happened this past weekend, uh, and it was a big deal for us for for uh, Seattle, and um, it was the first of of uh, an event like this for the uh, real life superhero community. And I'm talking about um, Project Hope Seattle. So go ahead, ask me some questions. <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch. I am. Um... So I guess let's start. What is Project Hope? That's probably a good place to start. Okay. Um, Project Hope is uh, Hope is uh, an acronym for Homeless Outreach Outreach Project Effect, and uh, that is an event that was started by uh, two real life superheroes. One would be Mister Extreme of the Extreme Justice League, and if you watch the superheroes documentary. Uh, the, it's on Netflix, and it's an HBO documentary right now. It's just called Superheroes. You'll learn a lot about uh, Mr. Extreme. So he and another real-life superhero, Jack Bernardi, also known as Razorhawk, 
in the real-life superhero community, uh, got together one year in 2010, and during the Comic-Con weekend, they were tired of watching the homeless population in San Diego literally getting pushed out of sight, you know, because of the huge Comic-Con um, event in San Diego. No one wants to see the homeless because it's not pretty. So um, they got tired of that, and they took out a bunch of they, – they got together with a few other people who were in costume um, that year, and they decided to get some water and food and just deliver it to uh, the homeless out there. And they enjoyed the way that it felt to be together to do this thing. Um, so they invited people to do it again the following year, and that, was, that started in 2010, and it has since – uh, grown to several different cities, including just this past weekend, Seattle. Huh, nice, I so like it. And it's, as well it's as the short, HBO superheroes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's okay. I like the history. Um, so <laughs> I guess as well as the HBO documentary, you can also check out Taking Initiative: Nation of Heroes, which is the initiatives, or yours, <laughs> for one of a better a better term, <laughs> but, um, your documentary. Uh, which was, I guess, released, wow, over a year ago now, right? But also has the very first episode right. features Project Hope and has some, some really cool background footage of exactly what goes on. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for that plug. Every now and then I forget to, to throw in those plugs, and that's what my co-host is here for. Woo! Got to blow your own trumpet sometime. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so Seattle Hope, why, why Seattle? You know, Seattle is, um, well, Seattle is an amazing city. Uh, it's a big city. And it, what we look for when we do these uh, homeless outreach events is we look for a, um, a, pretty, a pretty consistent homeless um, population. And we also look for a city that has many um, real-life superheroes uh, located within, so that it makes it easier to to coordinate. Because if everybody has to come in from a different state, which people still do, they do when uh, when they're coming to San Diego or when they're you know uh, coming to say Chicago, they they will fly in. But it's easier when you have a base um, already existing. And there is definitely a superhero base in Seattle. There is the um, Washington branch of the initiative. Woo! Um, and there's also the the Emerald City Heroes Organization, ECHO, um, and um, a few other heroes that come in from Portland when they get a chance. So right there, you've got a great base going. Cool. And uh, and Bug is posting all the links to all the pages on the uh, on the, the chat room, and, and we'll post them after the show for those people too lazy to listen in tonight who want to listen in on the uh, the replay. Um, so. Uh, um, cool. So, h- how many how many people came out for the? Actually, no. Before we get there, uh, just because I've had a sneak preview of how this all went down, before you even got to Project Hope in Seattle, I think you had a pretty eventful night the night before, right? Am I am I on track? You are absolutely on track. We had, um, a, yeah, it was. It was eventful yet uneventful. It was a patrol. We had a uh, Nightbug and I flew in on um, Saturday evening with just enough time, literally, to give our um, loved ones in the Washington Initiative branch um, a hug and to change. 
So we changed clothes into our patrol gear because really if you're going to go out on a patrol, um, and for those of you hearing the word patrol for the first time, a patrol is, is pretty much a safety street watch. But you have to be prepared for when things are unsafe, which, which has happened and can and has happened to people in the past. So we had time to change into our gear and drive to the meetup point um, for the patrol. So, uh, and there we were joined by other members of, of, of ECHO, the group I mentioned previously. And, uh, and I guess there are, and even for the, for the people within the real-life superhero community who are listening in, there are kind of different types of patrol with different focuses. How, what, what, what type of patrol did you do that night? That night we actually did a safety street patrol, and um, there were, how many of us were there? I'm asking Nightbug because he was also there. Well, there were more than that. I think there were a and uh, White Baron, Skyman. So eight eight people um, that night, and uh, it's not a lot, but it's it's enough to have backup if you need it. It's enough to have someone you know keeping eyes up on the street, and it's enough to have someone uh, be a dedicated nine one one. Um, person to, to be the one who knows where you're located and is able to call in, you know, 911 uh, if anything should go down. So, um, yeah, eight eight of us, pretty pretty decent. Yeah, that's not a bad turnout at all. Um, any any names mm-hmm. you want to drop from the the group, or uh, are we are we expecting any of them to call in? Maybe. Absolutely, we hope so. Uh, there were. And I love these names. This is a, you know, and it's really superhero community. It's really fun to come up with your persona. So it's always these names always crack me up because you only, only get these in, in the wrestling world or you know, um, I'm trying to think of another another occupation where you would actually use these these types of names. Um, there was Red Ranger, <laughs> right? Exotic dancer. <laughs> we had we had. We had a girl named Spirit Fox. We had another female named Girl Scout. Um, and, you know, we were the three females, which is nice because usually in the real-life superhero community, we're usually outnumbered by the men 50 to 1. But I can tell you the women that I've met and have worked with personally, um, that's fine. I'd take another woman on my team over, you know, 20 men at any time. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I love you, but... Um, there are a lot of quality women in this uh, community, and uh, actually, I think the fact there aren't a lot there, but the ones that I know are um, wonderful. So there was there was Skyman, there was White Baron, um, and Nightbug, of course. There was Evocatus, and there was Dragon. How's that for <laughs> for wow, superhero names? <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? I love it. Love it. But yeah, those could be exotic well, dancer names too now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we need alternatives. Um so okay, so there's there's eight of you, you're doing a public safety patrol. What kinda what kind of gear did you get into? I mean, were you wearing, you know, vests? Were you what what was the what was the uh the stuff that you took with you? Oh, um, I'll let you answer that, bud. If you heard so well. Oh, here. <laughs> um, a lot of us had on vests, 
Um, and when we say vests. Kind of bullet-resistant vests. Um, Rock also had her stab-resistant uh, butcher mail, which is becoming rarer and rarer by the day, but that's another whole topic. Um, yeah, lots of people had impact-resistant armor, nice shoes. Some people had helmets, uh, masks, gloves. Um, I'm sure there was a lot of pepper spray spread out between us. Um, but for the most part, we weren't uh, burdened with a lot of extra stuff. Cool. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into a uh, do's and don'ts of patrol. That that should be a whole other episode. But um, you you know you're you're traveling from the East Bay area up to Seattle. How did you know you know what you're allowed to take out? You know, you mentioned pepper spray. Some states that's a real no go. Um, yeah, how, how do you do the research up front, especially for newcomers to this community, to to make sure that a you're safe, but b that you're legal, and if and when the cops pull you over, you're not going to be uh, winding up in the, in the cell for an evening. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, well, we are lucky enough to have a Washington branch in Seattle, um, so they have a good handle on what is and what isn't acceptable to carry on you out there. So we had a little bit of a head start that way. But cool. um, insider info. Yeah, but for those who aren't familiar with the laws in a new area, it's relatively easy to look it up depending on what state you're talking about. But for us in general, Seattle was not too much different from California. California. California uh, as far as um, what's legal to carry and what isn't. Cool. Okay. So you're eight of you are out. You're geared up. You're protected in terms of vests and things. Um, what, what's the uh, what's the general vibe in in Seattle where you went out? I mean, is it is it relatively safe? Is it is it sketchy? How, how does it look? Oh man. Okay. You know, sometimes you'll go through an area, and we you know when we travel across um, just uh, this late spring, you know, across America and back again. Um, for uh, our, you know, superhero documentary. Um, our Superhero Nations documentary, by the way. <laughs> Not the HBO we were telling you about. Um, when we traveled across, we, we went into areas that were actually, you know, as soon as you walk in, you get this vibe where you're thinking, I've really got to be aware. I've got to be almost on alert status here because this just feels, really um, negatively charged right now, uh, although ironically if, if they are negatively charged, if, if negative ions are good for you, but I know that's just too confusing. Anyway, it, the, there are a lot of places that we went to that just felt scarier. This one, it didn't feel as scary. Well, well probably because in all honesty, there were cops posted at every other block corner. There were at least two wow. officers standing there. Well, yeah, the, the thing is with the Echo Goddess, and, you know, I think that we are uh, – there are some um, – are there any on school boys out that are – there are. You know, them know what to do. Yeah, actually, you know what, I'll let them answer these more of these questions. But the really uh, cool thing about it is um, that, like I said, it, it felt like a happier, positive um, energy out there where people were just wanting – to have a good time. And that's 
really what you want. You know, if you're a smart real-life superhero, you're not going out there going, gee, I hope somebody gets mugged right, right in front of me so I can be the hero. If you think that way, and I've said this before over the years, but it bears, you know, uh, it's worth mentioning again in not so subtle way. If you're thinking that way, you're an asshole. Think about that. Yes, Rock swears. This is our show. We swear every now and then. Um, if you are going out there every night hoping that you are going to rescue somebody, you are a selfish asshole because you are actually hoping for that person to possibly have the worst day of their life. Think about that. So with that, when you have a quiet patrol, it's wonderful be thankful. If you're able to administer aid to somebody, um, you know, it, it, it means that they've had a really bad night. But, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that you're out there. But to hope that it happens is not a healthy mindset, and you need to check yourself. So with that, I can tell that everybody that was on the patrol was really hoping for a nice night where we all got home safely. And that's pretty much what happened. Cool, yeah. Like, like you say, that is the best outcome. It, you know, it really is. Um, but you know what? These guys who are on, on hold right now can tell you more about the area because it wasn't always like that, um, and they didn't always have cops stationed where they were. So I'm going to um, – I think we should bring on – who do we have? I think we'll bring no, on um, – let's bring on the 253 – Hey, Erico253, you're uh, live. Who is this? Cool. Are y'all hearing me? This is Red Ranger, loud and clear. <laughs> hey, Red Ranger. That's hey, good. How's it going, guys? <laughs> uh, well, thanks for having me on. How y'all doing? Doing awesome. Doing thanks, man. Really How about yourself? Well, yeah. Doing awesome, still radiating in the awesome glow and Asking and the good feelings I have left over from this awesome patrol and outreach we did this weekend. We did an awesome, <laughs> great mission with some awesome and great heroes. It was, you know, living the dream. <laughs> nice, it was nice. uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. so Red Ranger, so Rook was just giving her, her kind of um, her, her thoughts on on the the patrol before the outreach. How, how did you, uh, you know, how, how did you feel it went down? Oh, uh, on the patrol? Uh, yeah. Um, actually, it went really well. Uh, I think Rock uh, told you that we had a nice, peaceful night. Uh, we didn't have any major incidents. And, of course, uh, especially we in the Emerald City Heroes organization, we love that. Uh, when we have a nice, quiet, peaceful night when everybody gets to have a good time and nobody gets hurt or and everybody gets to go home to their own beds and have a nice, safe time, that's our favorite evening when all we have to do is just take pictures with fans and keep an eye out. Like that, that's the best. Um, and this night there, that's all we had to do. Um, I think rock also mentioned that we did have a lot of SPD posted up in the area, uh, a few nights or a few weekends, uh, a month, they'll, they'll do that and they'll pardon off streets for, um, big party events. And when they know that, that bars are expected to be extra packed in the area, because this is a, the area that we patrolled, um, that we had scouted for, this is a high, uh, there's a high concentration of bars and nightclubs and things like that in the area, which can, it can be volatile, but um, uh, I think that, that that night in the city, we, we kept it really awesome and really, really on lock. 
Nice, nice. Um, so, so okay. So you guys, you did a patrol the night before. Those things never finish early. You never get a decent night's sleep. But then, I guess you were <laughs> up early the next day working on uh, Hope. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Um, it wasn't easy for a lot of us, and definitely, uh, we woke up the next day and we were just like, "Oh man." <laughs> do I even have the strength to go on? But a little coffee goes a long way, and uh, so does a lot of willpower. Um, so, yeah, we suited up again, and uh, my team, the Emerald City Heroes organization, uh, Echo for short, we got right back out there, and we, we did what we set out to do, which was um, another great outreach mission, which we were so happy that, that um, the California Initiative and the Washington Initiative helped organize. Like, it, it turned into such a great outreach. Awesome, awesome. So I, I guess, again, Project Hope. So we, we did a big coordinated Project Hope um, across the initiative way back uh, earlier this year. And, and, you know, different different teams took a different strategy, you know, and, and that's appropriate mm-hmm. because there are different areas with different people who need different things. So that, that kind of makes sense. But uh, what what was your, your plan? I mean, was it uh, – what what kind of items did you, did you plan to distribute? Um, yeah, well, uh, usually when we do outreaches, we – we have sort of a a set like uh core item groups, you know, like usually food and water staples. Um and we will bring out we'll bring out usually uh whatever sort of non perishable food item we can, uh at least on Echo we'll we'll choose something like granola bars, which are uh, easy to pack and uh they keep for a long time. And then um we do uh, water bottles a lot of the time because those are pretty universal and nobody's really allergic to water. It's good for you. Um, and uh, it, it is, it can be really easy to get dehydrated um, when you, when you don't have a, a decent source of uh, reliable water, which can be hard to get to sometimes. Uh, so we give those things out. Those are our staples. And then we always try to amass some sort of uh, clothing donations um, because we know that um, a lot of the times, especially for the people in our city that we've been seeing and, and helping for the past few years that we've been operating, uh, we know that clothing can, can actually make a big difference. Um, when somebody gets a brand new shirt and has access to a shower the next day, it opens, you know, when they can clean themselves up, it opens all kinds of doors, you know, um, as well as just making somebody feel a lot better to, to have a new change of clothes and when they didn't before. Um, so clothes are another good thing and, um, really just, just high necessity items like, uh, socks, undergarments, hygiene supplies, things like that. Nice. Nice. Um, and, and hey, Ralph, so was, was there someone else waiting on the line that you wanted to bring on as well? Or? Yeah, absolutely. We've got another caller from the 253. I think I know who it is, but I'm not sure. Probably Sky, I think. 253. Hey. Sky. This is Dragon. Hey, two five. Hey, Dragon. Hey, what's going on? Hey, welcome. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How's it going, folks? Awesome, thank you. Going really um, well. But yeah, Spectre's got some awesome questions for us, which we never, you know, Spectre, I like this. We've never had anybody really asking, you know, um, hey, so what the hell is this, you know, type of question after hope. We just <laughs> kind of spout on. I, know. I heard. Uh, <laughs> I heard Ranger talking about coffee. Uh, coffee being your friend. So is Epsom salts and sugar-free Rockstar. 
<laughs> we all have our potion. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And, and I think, I don't know what time, and this is pretty typical for anyone listening out there. If you go out on a patrol, almost every team I know of from, from New York to, you know, to Seattle, uh, most patrols, and, and it's pretty smart this way, are, are around, you know, between 11, 11 midnight to 2 or 3 in the morning because really that's when the bars close down over here. And um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that – is it like that over there too, Spectre, in New York? Yeah, pretty much. Do I mean, they, even though there are bars they, that are open until later, people pretty much wrap up the night around, you know, 2 or 3 a.m. And that's when the people that have had a tank full are, are trying to get home and uh, the people who need a bit of help at times. A tank full. Yeah, we saw a few of those, right, guys? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You get you get right They're They're stumbling around. And the thing that I wanted to say about this is, what I found was really fun, and you, you tend to see this with big groups that are all costumed up. Um, everybody in the world wants to take a picture. It's so funny. It's, it, you know, and, and, well, I'll let you guys tell them more about that. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we affectionately call it um, shaking hands and kissing babies. Actually, Dragon actually has some really good stories about it. Dragon, why don't you take it? You know, as far as taking the pictures? Yeah, man. Uh, someone someone uh, misspoke the phrase one time, and it ended up uh, uh, kissing hands and shaking babies. <laughs> <laughs> totally inappropriate, but um, the, the PR is always the best. But, um, you know, you can get into this mode of where everybody and their brother wants to take a picture with you, and... Uh, sometimes it's hard to keep an at- a good attitude about that because you want to still want to be out there and get stuff done. But um, I heard a story of of uh, one of the Seahawks here. Um, a friend took his son to go see the Seahawk Seahawks train, and uh, he said, "Can can my son take his picture with you?" And the football player got down on his knee to talk to the little kid face to face and said, "The important question is, can I take my picture with him?" And I think that's kind of the attitude that we have to have with the public because we are public servants. We're volunteers. We're public servants. We need to have the attitude of a public servant. Yeah. And we love it. It is about them. It it is about them. Mm -hmm. Now, you know what? We'll get more into the whole what is the attitude of a public servant? Because I think that's pretty important, especially when you're doing these, um, you know, these outreach events, these these patrol events. You know, how do you act and how do you not um, act while you're out there? And, boy, we've heard some horror stories. Um, but I think that we're going to – I think we're going to bring in one more person who was involved. Uh, I know that was involved this weekend. Um, you want to go ahead and bring on the other 253? I, I think I know who this is. I think I recognize this number, 253. Would this guy happen to start with the letter of SKY? Yeah, that's correct. Hi, man. Yay. <laughs> the big man himself. Check, check. Am I on? Check, check. Am I on? 
Yes, you are absolutely on, Sky. How's it going, ladies and gents? Hey, doing awesome. Thanks for having yourself. Welcome. Did you all catch up on your sleep since getting home? Brock? Not really. No. 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 (laughs) I'd like to say we did, but that's a lie. That's a lie. Yes, ma'am. I understand. So, um, so we talking about, relationship. Uh, you got my buddy, you got my mentors dragging his Red Ranger there. They're talking a little bit about public relations, and I just wanted to put my little speak, my little uh, twist on it. And that's what the costume is about. That's what the suit is for. It's for gathering that attention. It's it's kind of like your own mouthpiece per se. When you're out there in your suit, you almost don't need to explain who you are because the suit, and if you're wearing a cool name tag like most of Echo does, they can read who you are. They can, actually. Uh, and um, I I noticed that most people out there were pretty positive. You know, of course, you get a couple of, of people ridiculing the whole thing. But uh, I think there's a uh, uh, you know. Yeah, so I think that uh, but the, the one question we always get in Seattle is, uh, where is Phoenix Jones? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, That's we're not going to go there, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> so, but, but the nice thing is, like I said, uh, 80% of the time, um, there were people just loving what you guys were doing and giving you encouragement, and 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 I I think that's fantastic because if you're you're out there, you know, come on, let's face it, guys, we're dressed, you know, we are, and we yes, look people colorful, are sure. they want to, right? We look we all look people want to want to believe in superheroes. I'm finding they want to see that people are out there trying. So so you know, Spectre, the really amazing thing was. Uh, it felt really good to have people thanking them. And honestly, you couldn't go a block down the street without someone going, hey, thank you, you know, God bless you guys, thank you. You know, and the only thing that you can do, uh, you know, um, is tell them you're welcome and <laughs> and be encouraged, you know. So uh, I just I just thought that was really fantastic that uh, there was so much positive reception from and from all the and there were thousands of people out there where we were patrolling. Yeah, you know, I, I, one, of, one of the uh, very first pieces of advice that someone gave me when I got into this whole thing, uh, someone local here in New York, was you should never ever expect a thank you for what we do. You know, especially with the homeless mm-hmm. people, you, you don't give homeless people something in the, in the hope that they're going to say thank you. But mm-hmm. I tell you what, when you get a thank you, man, is it worth it? It counts for a lot. Talking with Sunday oh, yeah. when we were walking through the encampment and doing our outreach, we did get several members of that community coming up to us and thanking us. The thank you. So you will get the thank you, which is amazing. The thank yous you can live off of for like a month. Amen. Yeah, you absolutely can. Yeah, because you'll, uh, you'll, you'll, you know, there are times you want to give it up, and trust me, <laughs> that's what inspired a whole road trip for us. Um, is, Indeed. Is, is burnout and and the uh, thank yous are um, you get that one really heartfelt thank you and. Uh, I have no clue what you're talking about when you talk about. 
superhero burnout and compassion fatigue. I understand compassion fatigue in the realm of social work, and I know a lot of what we do as homeless outreach is social work, but burnout? Come on now. I'm Skyman. I'm a superhero for life. You never give this up. Well, I guess I have to counter that with when you're doing this three days a week uh, and it becomes a full-time job, True. which it has been for Bud yeah. I for six years, yeah, there's there's a lot of opportunities. True, when you do it on so, a consistent basis and are out there yeah. as much as you guys, I understand, but not retire, but, you know, take a back seat. We all need to self-care. We all need to take a break every every once in a while. Yeah, that's a you know, and that's a good topic for another. In fact, have we had we've had a, a show about superhero burnout, haven't we? We have. It's probably time for it's another. It's probably one. time for another one. Seriously, because think <laughs> yeah. about it. There, you know, as as the years go on, the needs change. You know, like uh, like now, like speaking of right now, I'm not trying to segue into the next section of the show, but uh, a few years ago when we joined, there wasn't the need for um, patrolling hate rallies. See what I mean? So as yeah, yeah. as needs change, you know, superheroes have to adapt. And so I think it would be a really good for a new um, superhero burnout topic. And you are all invited to uh, to join in on that one too. So um, yeah. Oh, we got right you uh, holding. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Should we bring uh, another person into the party? Oh yeah. Sure. Why not? Bring in the newest member of Echo. Eight three two. Who are you? Hey, eight three two. You're on the air. Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Spirit Fox. Oh my goodness. Of the Echo Team. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Hi, thank you. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm really glad that you called in because. Uh, no, no, I'm not trying to bust you out. How tall are you, Spirit Fox? Um, I'm about five three on a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up, Spectre, is because you know there are all these tall guys. Like we had Evo with us. Well, I, I don't know if he'll be able to because he has school and such. But um, Evo was like what six foot four, and the guy He's about the size is of a small be- truck. <laughs> Yeah, he's about that. right, exactly. The size of a small truck is perfect. And then, you know, you get the other guys who are you guys are pretty big too. Um, and then you get five foot three spirit fox. But you know, and <laughs> and I'm telling you I'm telling you for any ladies who are going, Oh my god, I can't I couldn't do that. I, I got a call bull on that one because this spirit fox was out there um representing um really I gotta give you props on the radio. Really good attitude, and everybody knows I'm 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 not that nice when I when I have something to say. <laughs> but <laughs> you know when I have a critique. Uh, but honestly, I gotta give you props because uh, you guys on Echo, you got a good member there. Uh, Spirit Fox was was aware, friendly, um, and you know just no complaining, no nothing, just out there doing the job. And I was I was really impressed. But, oh yeah, she's our she's our newest and powerful dynamo. People only yeah, become members. Of, you know. People only become members of our organization by unanimous vote, and it's because we uh, we don't want anybody to ever feel like 
Well, we want them to know that everybody accepted them when they came in. Oh, and and nice, I felt like that nice. when I joined you guys. Nice. Yeah, and, and you know, those things that I mentioned, they're, for me, they're, if, if I'm going to trust you to have my back out there, you damn well better be aware. You know, you better be not complaining, <laughs> you know, because altogether we're all not complaining. You know, everybody's trying to lift each other up. And then to be very personable, I, I think those are, those are the, you know, the three most important things. It doesn't matter if you're a badass martial artist. It doesn't matter if you are military training. Or, I mean, those are great, but really none of those work without the other characteristics in place where a person's aware, they're friendly, and they're, they're just hardworking. You know, for me, yeah, I'll put somebody like that. Nick is a very positive point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I concur yeah. with that 100%. Yeah. Grit, grit is everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but but yeah. So uh, that was the patrol, and um, you know, I think that I think that uh, I didn't want anything to go down. I was hoping it was nice and quiet because what an awful thing to start. Because remember, we have the the outreach the next day, Specter, and everybody listening. We had an outreach coming. Less than 12 hours from the time, you know, that we started the the nighttime patrol at 11. Um, So it would have been awful for somebody to have gotten injured or worse and then to have to try to go and do this, you know, this homeless outreach the next day. That would have just been the worst. So I'm I'm really grateful that uh, nothing bad happened. Well, you never know, right, guys? You guys have yeah. Can I say that I was impressed and... by uh, handmade burritos? Oh, that... <laughs> and the and the effort yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we 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 like making those burritos. You know, I know that there are laws out there where people are, uh, you know, especially some cities now that with outreach, they just will they'll they'll cite you now and find you mm-hmm. for, um, you know, homemade items. Um, but but we we do everything. We were taught by the Legacy Initiative, which is that huge group out in Utah of really good Samaritans out there, and they make them by the thousands. And we were taught. Hey, by shout out to Ted Mills and Travis Mitchell. Exactly. Shout out to Travis and Ted, our brothers. Um, and they were uh, very very adamant about treating everything the way a restaurant would. So. Um, yeah, we're uh, we tried, we tried really hard. So we popped out a hundred of them in an hour, right, Bud? Yeah, yeah. We, we had efficient. we had Evo and Temper helping us out in in, in a, an hour. So you know, if you need two hundred next time, give us two hours and we'll get them for you. You busted out those hundred burritos in an hour's worth of work. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Not including shopping. Not including shopping time. You know. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? We got to add 20 minutes onto that for prep time because you have to prep everything. Yeah. Get everything ready. So about an hour and 20. Yeah. We got. We got. Oh, uh, still like what ungodly hour did you guys get up and make those and be there at 11, ready and waiting for us? And I'm like, that's just incredible. Here, Dragon and I, we to- were like crawling around our houses, going, "Where's the Epsom salt?" <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we we got up at eight. So, um, I mean, we got to bed at about three something and then got up at eight. So, but that's okay. You know, what do they say? Time enough for sleep in the grave. 
That was Indeed. Arnold that was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, any hour we got up that morning would have been ungodly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Especially going to bed uh, in the Odark hundred. It really, right? uh, it really exactly. makes clear how how far passion goes in this line of work. You know, when you gotta make make a climb a mountain like that and get up in the morning, like three, four, five hours later. But that day went oh, by so quick. I'm like, I looked at my watch when I parked. It was eleven something, and when I looked back, it was like five something, and we were done. And I'm like, holy cow! Where how'd that happen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It really does go by fast. And you know, like Spectre, I know we've done this before a million times, where you you bring a ton of stuff out with you, and you feel like, you know, oh, okay, this ought to do it. And then you always, when you run out. And there's that one person. No, we walked away still wanting and still having people that wanted things. Yeah. Yeah. You, still, you bring you, what you can. We it is never enough. Never enough, you know. So it's you know, kind uh, of heartbreaking. So let, let me ask, happens. though, you, you guys, you obviously took a lot of stuff from the sounds of it, everything that, that uh, Red Ranger outlined, plus all the, you know, a, a cooler versus uh, worth of burritos as well. Um, how... How did you get it around the areas that you were looking for homeless people in? Was that all on foot? Did you have, you know, a van full of stuff? Oh how did God. that work? Let's talk about let's talk about five foot three spirit fox wearing two backpacks, one in the front and one in the back, full of water. Wow. She's like super camel. <laughs> That'll be my next superhero name. Right? right. I was just saying that. <laughs> No, yeah, they, um, everybody, oh, gosh, uh, I thought, honestly, I thought Red Ranger was going to uh, break his back because he just kept going, I can take more water in this backpack, I can carry more, and I'm going, oh, my God, <laughs> he's going to hurt himself. But he oh. just kept doing that, you know, So, and this guy has been collecting socks since July and got um, over 100 pairs, right? I came with 100 pairs of what – A.J. Roberts coined the Sky Socks because I'm always the the sock man because Thanatos taught me that in year one that socks on the street are like gold. Mm -hmm. Clean pair of socks Mm -hmm. is your life. Absolutely. Um, And I think that... uh, We had more socks than we knew what to do with. True. And yet, I still ended up eating more. Right, still wasn't enough. Um, I think that I think that there were uh, so many supplies. God, and then there were still more supplies left in the van. Were there more? Did you guys? Did we get all the supplies and take them out, or were there more left in the van? I think maybe one more bag. There was like there was one bag, and it was empty left in yeah. the van. Oh yeah. Okay, so good. We came out everything. Not at all. Yeah. Wow. Um, anybody. Yeah, anybody listening uh, who wants to do this, you don't you don't need a giant team to do it. I mean, there were what seven of us that went out that day, and we we had to have given out we gave out so a hundred um, socks. So you know we got at least hundred twenty four burritos. Yeah, like three four cases of water, two big bags of donated clothes, and we just we we, we just went after it. And Dragon had like forty yeah, tar- something tarts. We had like forty something Lara bars. 
Um, wow, that's just nowhere to find it on sale. Doug knows where to find stuff on sale, man. He knows how to do it. Exactly. So, um, and let, let me ask, what, what kind of temperature what? was it out there when you were doing this outreach? Oh, it was probably around, I think the temperature said it was uh, like 72 degrees, uh, but we started, it was around 69, and then it climbed maybe two or three degrees. It wasn't that bad. It was, it was actually pretty Seattle cool. weather. Nice and sunny. Sounds like a nice change from California, I say. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it, it was nice. Um, the weather for the patrol was perfect. Um, and uh, then the next day it was perfect. And I was thinking, this is wonderful because I heard you guys had fires um, the, like a week before and mm-hmm. smoke everywhere. Not not you guys. That uh, BC had fires. Um and and you guys were getting the fallout in your uh, in your air quality. Yeah, it was like it, as bad it, as uh, Beijing. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah. It was like on par with Beijing. Yeah, that's that's awful, and um, I'm I'm so glad we came because Bug has asthma. Lots of lots of our station know that, but I I would have hated to see him out there just copying his lungs out, you know, trying to to deliver this stuff. Um, but you know, Spectre, I'm I'm seeing that uh, we are getting uh, later in the show, uh, and we did have um, a couple more topics that we wanted to talk about. I, I'm fine with uh, you guys staying on to, to lend your two cents because um, we're going to touch on a certain topic and its relevancy to um, real life superheroes and and people who just want to make a difference. And uh, that would be the, the hate rallies that I mentioned earlier. Um, we are going to talk about it at length on, in our next show, uh, number one, because I know a couple of branches of the initiative are going to um, provide security at these uh, hate rallies, you know, at these, at these events. So we'll have – that's going to happen this weekend. So we'll have a lot more to talk about um, next week, but uh, did you want to move on to that, Spectre? I know that we had that, and we had um, <laughs> we we're trying to divide the show up into three this week. Into, yeah, uh, let me just ask, uh, before we wrap up the uh, the Seattle Hope um, thing, any any particular stories that you guys wanted to share of anyone that you helped, you know, any any you know any particular people that stood out from that day that, uh, that stuck with you? Uh, oh, yeah, you got I can remember. Out, please. I can remember one thing from the patrol the night before, um, which, which uh, again, was, was really uh, pretty peaceful, and, and we didn't have a lot going on. But we did uh, come upon this one one gentleman who was acting pretty belligerent, and he, he was making some verbal threats uh, towards someone else, and we kind of just stood on the corner and watched him. He was maybe five feet away, but had his back to us. And suddenly he turns around and just goes, oh, and then he kind of stops yelling and walks the other way. Um, um, yeah, it makes it all worth it. Yeah, it kind of just goes to show uh, how, what what kind of power just regular a regular presence in the area has and in the way of just deterring uh, any sort of wayward actions. 
that's uh, you know what I forgot about that. That's true. That guy was you know we, we it thought it might be turning into something more and <laughs> it's just these. I mean, if nothing else, the, the distraction of seeing what are these guys wearing, you know, is 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 enough alone to make someone go to, to remove the target lock, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. just to see you guys walking up and they're going, what the heck is going on? That, you know, that in itself can be an effective uh, de-escalation, you know, tactic. So it's funny how that works and good at the same time. Yeah, my co-host? Oh, man, <laughs> I, th- I didn't realize you were waiting for me. I thought, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to carry on. Um, I know. So are we, are we moving on to the – I know, right? <laughs> um, right? <laughs> we're moving on to the hate rallies then, are we? Is that uh, is that where we're going with this? Yeah, you know, I think that that's kind of – and, and the, the good thing about that, if you guys wouldn't mind staying on, you're all welcome to. But, oh, wait, before you do, we're going to pause for just a second, um, and we're going to bring someone on who has been holding, and uh, we need to make a tiny little announcement while while uh, we have him online. Uh, you want to go ahead and do that, Doug? Yeah. Doctor, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Dr. Mystery, you're in the house. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How's it going over there? Doctor Mystery, for those who who um you know don't, haven't haven't um, met the doctor online yet, Doctor Mystery is a real life superhero uh, who is uh, who calls home the I call it the Inland Empire. Is that right, Doc? Doctor? No, I'm actually I'm, I'm about an hour away from the Inland Empire. I'm at the very northernmost tip of Los Angeles County, out in the middle of the desert. So, okay, so in short, if I were going to tell people, yeah, you got to find Dr. Mystery. He's out in um, the Antelope Valley. Northern... There Antelope you go. Antelope because I'm trying to remember what is it. Oh, Antelope Valley. I will never forget it now. I right. promise. Um, oh, yeah. So if you're That's in fine. Southern California, if you're a real-life superhero in Southern California uh, at the uh, – in near the Antelope Valley, get a hold of Dr. Mystery. He's a great guy, and um, great guy. He's such a great guy that. Oh, you're saying it to me. So we decided to make the good doctor the head of our brand spanking, shiny new Southern California Initiative branch. <laughs> and and it is it is cold on us. What was that? It, it's quite an what honor, that? actually. Um, and, and, and I do mean that. Um, here, let me get you off the speaker. Yeah, I, okay. I, I consider it an honor because I, uh, I I started doing the superhero thing last year, you know, a, about a week before last year's Hope. And that was when I met you guys, um, Bug and Rock. And, uh, you know, you guys have inspired me to keep on doing this and come up with new ideas. And uh, you welcomed me into the initiative as a whole, even though I wasn't a part of any specific group, um, you know. And so I 
did the best I could to put together a, a team that would do you guys proud. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, this guy, one of the things that we, um, I think this is pretty common with a, a lot of groups out there. You guys in Echo probably understand. We look for people who are actually, uh, you know, we watch you. We, we, we like what you say, but really it means nothing um, compared to what you do. So we literally stalk you. We watch what you do, you know, on your private pages and on your public pages. And, and um, you know, um, are you actually doing something? And are you doing it consistently? <clears throat> and uh, there's a probationary period, et cetera, et cetera. So um, Doc is, uh, is brand spanking new, and um, we love what we've seen so far. So, um, yeah, we welcome you to that. Thanks, thanks for – and thanks for holding during this, Doc. Uh, to, uh, oh yeah, it's to, only uh, it was only about fifty minutes. It was only about fifty minutes of long distance uh, <laughs> there. No. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> well, you know, you, these guys in Echo are amazing, and we wanted to make sure that we got we got them out here on the air. And you yeah. know, hopefully, you'll be able to join them on either a patrol or an outreach thing or, or something that's going on. Because I I would absolutely Seattle. love to, and and there's yeah. a personal not reason not for that, away. and I've told you this before. Uh, rock and roll. I've told you this before. Um, you know, one of the things that that uh, inspires me is well, not inspires me. It's uh, my my history, my background, is that for uh, a hot minute I was homeless in Seattle. You know, I was uh, on the streets what? in Seattle, and so yeah, for uh, you know a few months, and and thankfully I had people to come home to. Um, but I I was in Seattle in February, living under a dumpster in Pioneer Square. So, um, oh, you know, when I heard that there was a hope, when I heard that there was a hope Seattle, I was, uh, I really wanted to go, but I didn't have enough time to arrange it, you know, so hopefully at a, at a future Seattle hope, I can make it up there and, uh, and give back to that community. Okay. This, this, I have to ask the question then, because these guys are awesome uh-huh. and they do this stuff. Now, did you... Because if you were you were living in Pioneer Square, um, I don't know. Hey, Echo guys, is that is that uh, part of your your patrol area, or is it more Cap Hill and and things like that? Yeah, we um we like to diversify our patrol areas, so we like to hit um, basically every area of Seattle uh, that we can. So we we do frequently go to Pioneer Square um, as part of our downtown patrols. Uh, ID. Uh, yeah, the international district, and uh, yeah, there there's a large um, homeless, you know, population down there. Wow. Um, so but, you, uh, you know, Doc, I'm I'm really glad you're not homeless anymore. But I can't. I know that if uh, I'm, I'm thinking, wouldn't that have just been something if your paths had crossed? You know, that way, that would have been wow. That would have been something. But uh, your paths can cross in a much happier way now. In the future, because yeah, really, I'm, uh, I, I'm sitting here, I, I'm sitting here, nice and comfy, in the middle of Mystery Manor, and uh, and uh, really <laughs> thankful for what I've got, and uh, I'm quite happy. Now you know these yeah. guys. Um, I, I, I get the feeling that we're going to have many more uh, Project Hope events in the future, and I'm not going on wood because uh, uh, any excuse for me to go back to Seattle, um, bug knows I'm there. <laughs> yeah, we want you back like, as soon as you can um, be. We love doing hope, man. That was awesome. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Seriously, uh, and, you know, Spectre, we got to get you out to one of these um, 
uh, hopes in another uh, city because it's, well, it's uh, you know, I, I'm going to be in Seattle pretty regularly, actually, and uh, starting from October. What? So I'll uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, hey, uh, Doctor Mystery, if you want to hook up with Echo, send us a message, man. I will do, and uh, wow. if I win the Powerball tomorrow night, I'll make sure I do uh, nonstop hope, and I'll be in Seattle a lot. <laughs> right on. <laughs> now, and I've got to say as well, Rock, I, I think we need to do a um, a whole show on stuff that's happening in California, because I know you guys have got other stuff in the East Bay and San Francisco and now Southern California, and, and uh, if I may, I'm going to call it California Dreaming or Hotel California. <laughs> it's got to be one of those two, or it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Hotel nice. California Dreaming. Hotel Cal- Hotel California Dreaming, bud. You're- oh, wait. Hel- Hotel California Dreaming. Okay, you know what? We're you just go back to working the soundboard and uh, yeah. <laughs> Not my dad. <laughs> anyway, um, um, no, yeah, this, this is this is fantastic. This is networking. Uh, honestly, Spectre, you you might have told us, but I I'm sitting here blown away that you're going to be in Seattle uh, quite frequently because, like I said, any reason. Echo guys that I can come back to Seattle. My best friend lives there, so uh, yeah. Um, I think I'm. I think Let's we're gonna have to it. meet up there, Specter, and hang out. Hang out with Echo. That again. sounds awesome. Because that's just that's yeah, too much fun. We would love yeah. to have you back. <laughs> of course, and you're more than welcome uh, to hook, hit us up, man. Nice, nice. Don't go anywhere, because guys, because. Really, I, I, we, we don't have a lot of time. Like I said, we're gonna, we're gonna dedicate next week's show to it. But I'd really love to hear some more RLSH input on this. And uh, Specter, how about you bring us into the next subject? Yeah, so th- this one's a little surreal to me. You know, I, I grew up. My, my grandfather fought in the Second World War. You know, and and growing up in England, where especially where I lived in Southeast England, you could see bombed out houses. You know where where uh, the the Nazi uh, bombers had flown across the English Channel and bombed the crap out of the South Coast. And, you know, my grandparents grew up with stories of, uh, you know, keeping the house dark and shutting all the curtains and blowing out candles when you heard the bombers come over because they could, you know, zero in on any light source and blow it to crap. Um, so, you know, and, and every every popular movie, TV show when I was growing up was about the Nazis being the bad guys. So, you know, for me to read in the press that there's a, a Nazi rally, and and you know I know it's a hate it's a hate rally, and, and and the kids who were in it are not necessarily Nazis, but for me to turn on the TV, look on the news, and see a bunch of young guys, angry young white guys, you know, wearing swastikas, uh, doing the Nazi salute, um, is kind of surreal, and you know, and and I think a lot of society shared the same kind of an attitude of, firstly, just what the fuck. And secondly, should we not just find these people and beat ten 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 bales of crap out of them? Um, and uh, and you know, and I think that's a natural reaction. I think this is a, a really dislikable subset of, of humanity. Um, however, <laughs> that's probably not not a, a very constructive uh, reaction once you get over the initial shock and anger of the fact that these you know, these groups not only exist, but are, are feeling more and more inspired to be vocal and get out there and cause trouble. Um, so I guess the, the big question for debate tonight is what should the everyday person, you know, in, in what way should the everyday person react to this? And in what way should the real-life superhero react to this to, you know, really to, to get the most positive outcome out of a very, very negative situation? 
punching Nazis always works. I mean, I hate to say it, and you know, I I'm, I would never advocate <laughs> violence, but holy crap, it, would it be tempting? Well, I I, I say that to I'm actually uh, I'm actually a, a pacifist, but I I do tend to cheer on it. Uh, you know, when 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 I see people punching Nazis. There, um, okay, you know, I, I, after he said punching Nazis, I'm going, okay, there we go. We don't need any more answers. That, that's fine with me because you're right. That's my first response too, but we know it's not the right response, darn it. As a very patriotic American, um, you know, uh, I, I do – there there's a I have a problem in two ways. It's like one, they're Nazis, right? But at the same time mm-hmm. our constitution allows for freedom of assembly and speech and protest and you know, they anyone should be allowed to gather to say what's on their mind, even if it's hey, I'm a Nazi. Um mm-hmm. so I think that the real life superheroes and I'm sorry if I'm jumping on top of everybody here, but um, I, I do think that real-life superheroes, it should be if we're near a, a situation, whether it's a rally or it's just a crazy guy on the street spouting off Nazi yeah. stuff, to not only protect others from that person, but to also protect that person from others. Yeah, It is always best um, to be a, uh, apolitical in a situation yeah. like that. And the yeah, reason I, that is is because... The minute you decide that you're going to take sides on either side, like a def- definitive side on any side, you lose 50% of the, uh, how would I say, you People lose 50% of the, demo- the, the demographic that you're trying to help. Right. Right. Because exactly. our ultimate goal is to help everybody. And even if somebody is espousing and hateful he- views that we don't agree with, it's like um, – like, I don't know, in, in, in Seattle, especially Echo, we have a unique experience because we've dealt with a lot of protests. And uh, a lot of the protests that we've dealt with have gotten violent, and we've been right in the middle of it. Um, and uh, we've yeah, had to deal with that violence. Um, and we've had to deal with violence on from both sides of the aisle, too. Um, and That's usually when we, we, when we go to these protests, of course, you know, like you said, uh, everybody should be allowed to gather and, and say what's on their mind. Um, now, again, I'm also a, a red-blooded American that um, does not agree with Nazi ideologies or the Nazi salute, and, um, but I'm still not going to go out of my way to punch a Nazi because that's, that's, still, uh, that's still assault. And um, I think the most appropriate thing that I think a society should do to if they want to reject uh, the whole the, the Nazi uh, ideologies coming into their communities, is to you know be vocal about it, but not um, not violent. Uh, you can be aggressive, but you can be peaceful at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think Actually, as me, as superheroes, on, we uh, let me jump in on this real quick because I know we're running out of time. But this would be a good chance to uh, to plug the things I'm doing on Facebook and and uh, Rock and Bug. You can. Uh, throw a link to it. I'm doing a, a viral thing. It's called Heroes Against Hate. And um, basically, I'm trying to get all the superheroes, so you guys are invited to do so. 
to be in costume and do that uh, pose with where your hands make a heart over your chest and uh, send that to me through Facebook. And I'm making a big viral campaign out of it. Hashtag heroes against hate. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like one of the biggest roles for us as superheroes, especially in these situations is to like facilitate that conversation in the most peaceful way that we can and prevent violence. Um, for example, if, uh, you know, the Nazi ideology is, 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 is despised by, you know, most people in the world and uh, is, is, you know, is based on racism and, and things that aren't really good at all. And um, I think it should be allowed for, for another community to gather and say we, we reject that ideology. Um, and as superheroes in that situation, we're here to say, great, um, we support that and we support that peacefully and safely. Absolutely. Now, um, echoing on on what you guys were uh, echoing, ah, no pun intended, or maybe it was um, hard, hard. the, haha, right? Oh, go um, ahead, intended. Okay. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, right. The, the whole thing about free speech, people are, I, yeah, we're all for, and you know, those who served in the military will be the first ones to tell you, well, I fought for people, even people that I don't agree with, to be able to to speak freely. Now, that, that right. is absolutely a, a constitutional right. However, um, there is the thing that, that a lot of people aren't um, understanding, that when you do uh, wave a Nazi flag, that the symbol itself is um, a symbol to incite violence. Um, and then when you are actually waving any symbols, that incite violence, that are a call to action that isn't covered by the Constitution, it's no longer free speech. So a lot of people don't, don't understand that about this. So when there are Nazis, mm-hmm. when there are swastikas involved, then they've given up their right to free speech. Yes, they can still assemble, but the speech now is in question. That being said, I wholeheartedly agree with you guys um, that we should provide a neutral type of security one of the things that Spectre isn't mentioning that I'd like to bring up is that Occupy, you guys remember the Occupy movement? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all remember yeah. those not too long ago. The biggest one where it started was in New York. And at the time, the people providing security for the whole thousands of people that were gathered for New York Occupy was a New York initiative. And the way they did that was they provided de-escalation and they provided, um, they met with the organizers and that's how they got to be in charge of it. And you guys are absolutely right. They provided neutral security, you know, and, and uh, so we followed their lead and did the same thing here in um, Oakland and in San Francisco. Our team uh, was, um, providing neutral security, except here in Oakland, San Francisco, they made you take the escalation courses from their organizers before you could provide security. And that was really important because half of the time you could diffuse potential riots. And and I'm sad to say that the time that Nightbug and I weren't on patrol, there was actually a shooting and a death in the Oakland um, Occupy. So even you guys are absolutely right. Even if you don't agree, with what they're voicing, aren't we there to protect, you know, and to serve in a way, you know, I hate to borrow yeah. that from the police, but, uh, you know, um, I, I'd like to so think every, that's what we're there for. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Uh, every, every, 
every May Day we've had uh, the Antifa marches, and uh, you occasionally yes, get a few people yes. that like to vandalize and break things. And black when, block specifically, yeah. when they start uh, lobbying stuff back and forth with the police and the tear gas starts flying, you know, a lot of the animosity that they display towards us kind of melts away if they're like, hey, do you have any Sudicon wipes? And it's like, yes, I do. <laughs> yep. That helps. That helps. Yeah. And, and that's we one of the things, the fact, that you, see, the fact that you brought up the tear gas. Now, it's nice to think that we're all going to be out there, you know, in costume and that we're going to be, you know, physical, uh, visual deterrence for anybody who might want to try to go crazy. But a lot of people don't understand that when they go there, 90% of the time, you can expect to get tear gas as soon as anything happens, mm-hmm. as soon as anybody lifts a, a, a seemingly violent uh, hand, you know, then suddenly there it is, it started, now the shit's going yeah. downhill, I hate to say, but, you know, so tear gas, how many of us are actually prepared? It sounds like you guys are. We have a, we, we have a good uh, relationship with our law enforcement and the uh, emergency uh, authorities. So, um, it helps. yeah, but that said, we are always prepared to, like, we do carry, like, Sudicon wipes to, uh, protest, and those are things, for, for our listeners that don't know what that is, it's, a like, a medical wipe that will help alleviate the effects of tear gas and pepper spray. Um, and first aid kits. First aid kits, we're always carrying those. Um, but yeah, and, and also to, um, we'll usually carry respirators if we can to, um, protest just in case we need to run into a cloud of tear gas to rescue somebody who's injured or, you know, what have you. There could be any um, number of situations we need to go for. Didn't you get hit in the butt with a flashbang? (laughs) I did. I did at one protest, uh, me and El Caballero, because, uh, again, we we do have more members of the team that couldn't be with us tonight and uh, also more members of the team that couldn't uh, make it to Project Hope, but they do operate with Echo and, uh, me and one of our team members, El Caballero, you know, at one of the May Days, we've, we've had to jump in front of, uh, you know, all sorts of projectiles to protect just innocent bystanders who have no idea what's going on. And in doing that one protest, I do remember I got, I caught a flashbang on my, on my left butt cheek. Uh, but uh, no, I was fine after a couple days. He, he, was, he was helping a bystander uh, uh, get out of the way of it. Yeah. And, Oh wow! Cut her in the okay, butt. if you're gonna catch, if you're gonna catch one, that's the place to catch one. So think about it. Yeah. That's like <laughs> yeah. that. That's probably the perfect muscle. I mean, you're gonna be sore, but still. How long know, was your How long was your butt numb for, Ranger? <laughs> oh, just a, I had a welt for a couple of days, but uh, <laughs> it, it went away after a while. I was just more this happy with the. His, this guy's before. earned his stripes. Yeah, yeah it's definitely been a few of these. Now, Vector, were you um, were you gonna? Is there something? Because I know you guys. I know there. This weekend is a huge one here. There are two. There's one in Oakland, California. Again, where oh man, that if, if you're gonna pick the worst place in America to have one, Oakland, California is is. I, I can't even imagine that they have the nerve to show up in. But they're going to be in San Francisco and Oakland this weekend, so oh. uh, we got our hands full. 
Yeah. What about you, Spectre? Do you guys have something going on over there? We do not have any, like, more right-wing aligned rallies planned. I heard there were some planned that got canceled. Mm -hmm. I know that this weekend there is a um, rally against hate that is being put on by some BLM organizers and some other organizers, but from what I've seen online, it looks to be like a really kid-friendly sort of peaceful march with music sort of deal. Oh, nice. um, yeah, it doesn't look like we'll probably show up just to make sure it's all kosher and all super good and safe for everybody. Right. And, and sometimes even for peaceful daytime protests, we like to just show up just to say hi to everybody and let the community know who we are and what we're here to do in case they see us again. Um, it helps us keep up right. with the rapport with our local law enforcement as well as the people we're there to help. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so some of our team might show up to that, but it doesn't seem like we have anything too 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 big to worry about coming up um, anytime in the near future. Yeah, right. you know, there, there was supposed to be one in New York in uh, Washington Square Park, um, and uh, and it had something to do with uh, with a protest against the, 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 the transgender community. And... Um, they they ended up not doing it. They cancelled it and just chickened out. But um, Tina Fey said something that I thought was really funny. That she said it's a good job they chickened out because uh, behind every transvestite there's a six foot four black guy. <laughs> and I thought that would be amusing <laughs> to watch. <laughs> You're challenging the wrong oh, demographic. Exactly. Yeah, I do. I do want to jump like, in. I wanted to jump in and just say I was really proud. Uh, of my fellow Americans when I was watching, you know, what happened in Boston this last weekend, they were expecting a huge, almost like another Charlottesville. And then uh, was, I just had a chuckle when I saw that all of the Nazis and, and the white supremacists fit inside that small rotunda, that little uh, gazebo. And then on the outside of that, there was a sea, like thousands and thousands of anti-Nazi people. So it was, uh, it was a really good, visual representation of what I think actual America is like. And no violence broke right. out there, too, which was my mm. favorite part. That right. was great. Absolutely. And that's what we want to see. You know what I mean? Um, that, that's the ideal situation is, okay, you can have your, for whatever reason, I'm not going to pretend to try to understand them at all. Um, whatever reason, if you've got that hate in your heart, that's fine. But, um, as long as, as I wouldn't have had such a, a big problem and neither would have the country or the world if, if that person hadn't, if it hadn't turned violent, if, if yeah. people weren't physically harmed, you know, at the, at the one in Charlottesville. So I think the fact yeah. that we're all interested in going out to try to keep that, um, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I think we're going to bring our bulletproof vests up because yeah. you never know. With that, with that Boston, uh, I seem to remember the Boston PD posting on Twitter to not be throwing bottles of urine. The Nazis threw bottles of urine. No, the um, Antifa were wow. throwing bottles of urine. I so, think they said something about a mysterious uh, liquid. It was uh, bodily uh, fluids uh, being thrown in bottles. So don't do that, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to get hit. That's I don't want to get hit up. by one. No. Yeah. Oh, that has a large splash oh. radius. That, yeah, we have to deal with enough uh, biohazards just riding public yeah. transit out here, so we don't need to get <laughs> Speaking of biohazards, well, can I throw in real quick a quick shout-out to Temper? 
who on our outreach brought along her sharps container. Uh, even though no one on Echo, I was usually like, I totally dropped the ball and didn't think about mine. And uh, we were able to actually do some needle cleanup on the way while we were doing our outreach. So Temper, if you're listening, huge shout out to you. Um, but yeah, like, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, we do encounter a lot of biohazards when we're out doing this. Yeah. No, you know, you never have to apologize for shouting out uh, at, at something, you know, nice to somebody and that's true she she did bring that and then we were able to pick up a few and i think ranger you were uh rooting through the stuff with your uh appropriate gloves and and found even more um while we were out yeah. there yeah we yeah. i always carry a uh, latex glove in my med in my med kit oh 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 this that also reminds me i gotta tell you guys uh you've got you have to um specter you were asking earlier and i don't, I don't want to bring it all the way back to there but uh, two things, I, I really liked the way that Spirit Fox had um, taken care of. There was a dog there at, in the homeless camp, a person who had um, a dog, and it was really nice to see Spirit Fox and the dog, you know, were, were instant friends, and the, the person there was, you know, felt at ease because of that, you know, because she was playing with the dog, and um, that, that was, was nice. adorable. <laughs> The yeah. dog was adorable. Like, a, I couldn't help myself. Right? There's a fun part. And do, dogs, animals, and children are instinctive. So, you know, Sh- you being Shout out to, to the ch- Chewini there. The Chewini, right. They, they yeah. don't see shout out to the Chewini. Sometimes uh, people in those camps, they're very leery of anybody coming in. But when they see that you're playing with a dog, that, you know what I mean, the guard goes down instantly. So that and these guys got to be in a wedding photo. I really want a copy of that wedding photo. So, if, you know, if you guys get it, um, you got to let And me shout out to little Frankie. Yeah. Little, oh, the little kid you guys were talking oh, to. Oh, yeah, That's I got right. footage of that. Nice. They were talking to a child who was, he's probably going to grow up and try to be a superhero now, so. <laughs> we, we, they asked Fair him what his superhero name it was, and uh, he said, Red Ranger. <laughs> I gotta admit that oh. felt like a really big win. <laughs> Dude, no, no speaking pressure of, uh, at speaking all. Of children, speaking of children getting involved in RLSH, um, my son is actually about to go on his first patrol with me tomorrow. So what? No, yep. are you serious? Yes, he is. What's how how old is he? He's uh, fourteen now. Oh, okay. Whoa! Yeah. Now, now, how? Well, no, 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 not, not, a, not a safety pool. We're going to do a, a homeless outreach and uh, clean up a park. Oh, that's nice. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. excellent. Okay, what's his name? What's his, his what's his real life? His name is going to be. His name is going to be Master Shadow. That's a cool Master sidekick Shadow. name. Yep. Sweet Master Shadow. I'm digging that. I want pictures. I want, you know, me, I'm a big picture they, now. They, they will definitely have So that, that brings our team up to, let me see, there's there's me, Dr. Mystery. There's going to be Master Shadow. <laughs> we have Professor Singularity. We have Spectrum. We have the Sea Knight. We have Haven. And we have one more that has yet to find a name. So we're up to seven now. Yikes. Awesome. You know, that's, that's kind of the fun part, finding a name. If you think about that, that's Remember, guys, remember when we all had to stop and think long and hard, what do I want to call myself? You know, so that's it's some really, of you, yeah. that's the fun part. Yeah. 
So, oh, Spectre. So, sir, we are down to five minutes. That five-minute call. Man, five minutes left. Is that, is that what we used to call it? Yeah. We will, what we call it? Uh, Beck, we call it our five-minute warning. It's like, I'm going to come around in five minutes. I'm going to take your drink, so hurry up and drink it. Seriously, that was... Ah, see where I'm from. It's called Last Orders. Last Orders at the bar. That's it. Oh, no, no. Five-minute warning for us when when I was a a mouser. It literally was, you've already had your last orders, and now you have to, by um, 2 p.m., if the bar is going to stay open, you have to make sure there's not one glass, literally not one glass, even empty, uh, not one bottle, nothing has to be out there because if those, you know, tobacco firearms guys come in and they see one, you're shut down because they think you're still serving. So five-minute warning was finish that up or I'm going to snag it out of your hand. Wow. So anyway, hey, uh, I uh, know. I Wanted to do a quick shout out to uh, Shockwave, El Caballero, and uh, Drake, or uh, uh, and also Baron, just because uh, uh, they were they were and working out. So and Girl Scout. So. Baron is yeah yeah. Hello to Baron, definitely. That guy was um, we we did a the first time I came out to patrol with Sky and uh, other members, and we all did a actually it was a needle pickup. I think we got a, almost a hundred needles that day. It was under that freeway. Yeah section yeah, yeah. And, and Baron was right and there he was on we it. call it the jungle totally on it yeah that's like scary well, we'll with your, with your we're gonna three, have to with your three odd minutes left I'm just gonna go ahead and bow out now I'm gonna say good night and let you guys uh end out your show so I'm just gonna say uh pay it forward and good night and we will we, we were sorry we're lagging on the heroes against hate thing we will definitely get that out to you sir so thank you. Congratulations on your new branch. And uh, you as you get greenlit tomorrow. As you get greenlit tomorrow. And then uh, pictures, pictures. We want to see uh, Shadow Master in the pictures, okay? All yeah. right. Hey, look up, Doc Mystery. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, okay. So you guys, um, that guy's a good guy. You really got to get to to know him. He's uh, a lot of people from Project Hope San Diego. Got to meet him the last two years he came out to Hope. Really, really nice guy. So we got to do that heart thing for him, okay? Do that. Check his skin. Yeah. A lot of people have already done it. A lot of real-life superheroes have already done it. So we're, we're lagging. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, Spectre, I'm laughing, so you better you better take the mic from me, co-host. Otherwise yeah, I've got to say something real quick right before, uh, before we wrap up. So, <laughs> and, and this is okay. just plugging myself because no one else is going to do it. But uh, the, the homeless problem in New York is absolutely <laughs> exploding. Um, there's been some crazy oh, yeah. policy decisions as well. They've, they've created a new task force in Harlem to supposedly just move the homeless people on, and it's, it's made their life a misery, and, and there are accusations of aggression towards the homeless and, and you know inappropriate conduct by the police and all sorts of crazy stuff. So I'm looking to put together my own team who need to be relatively experienced, need to you know be relatively well tooled up in, to go out in somewhere like Harlem. It's not going to be costumed. It's a, it's a pretty dangerous area, I'll be honest. So uh, if you have any experience in, in these kind of patrols in the New York area, I would love for you to get in touch either through Heroes 101, the New York Initiative page, or just to me, Spectre or on my page. Um, but any any help that I can get in that team would be very valuable to to the community right now. 
Right, absolutely, and I hope you get some. And, and guys, uh, everybody who's listening, he won't say it himself, but he has been, uh, he and a team have been volunteering for, oh gosh, for a while at Room to Grow, which is a place for uh, families with low incomes to get clothing and supplies for their, uh, for their, their families. So Spectre has been doing that consistently for, oh God, has it been over a year now, Spectre? Uh, yeah, it's been yeah, it has yeah, it's been a while, and that, that's been yeah. a great project. Like you said, but uh, yeah. back to Harlem now. That's the priority for right now. So. Right. So anybody out there, just uh, contact us. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to say our, our thank yous and our goodbyes. So I'm going to do my best to remember names. Um, uh, so I'm going to I'm going to go ladies first. I'm going to thank Spirit Fox. I'm going to thank Red Ranger. I'm going to thank Skyman. I'm going to thank Doc Mystery for coming along. I've got to thank Dragon as well. If that's a Game of Thrones spoiler, dude, we're done. Um, and I've got to thank... Have I forgotten anyone, Rock, other than you and, you and Nightbug? Yep, yep. Spectre's been listening. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, <laughs> sir. I love you guys. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, you guys. Yeah, thank you, guys. And we really yeah, will be back. It. Same bad time, same bad channel next week. Good night, guys. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs> you too. Nice. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. Block time. <laughs> we're going to fire Block time. No, we're not. <laughs> we should, but we won't. Did IQs just drop sharply while I was away? That's a big Twinkie. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.